Hey friends, I'm here with Aaron Kuhn. I'm very excited about this. He's a podcaster, researcher, author, and musician. Since early 2019, he's been the co-host of Journey to Truth podcast with Tyler Koala. He was a devout Christian until the age of 25 when he had his awakening. Then he came across people such as David Icke, David Wilcock, Jordan Maxwell, Dolores Cannon, Project Camelot, and so many others. And he started putting the pieces together about ETs, what's really going on on our planet, our true history, and the true nature of our reality. And after doing five years of research in isolation, he attended his first conference in 2017 called the Eclipse of Disclosure in Mount Shasta, California. That next year, the sequel happened to that conference called the Dimensions of Disclosure, whereas he met Tyler Koala. And shortly thereafter, they started the Journey to Truth podcast, and they've been going strong ever since. Aaron and Tyler are now putting on conferences, doing webinars, and creating documentaries. And I believe that you also have a Patreon and some other accounts. Is that correct? Yes. That is correct. Excellent. Well, welcome. And thank you so much for spending some time with us today. I'm very excited about this. Me too. Thank you so much. Such a pleasure to be here. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And you've done so many things in your short life. You should be like 80 years old, but I don't think you are. <laughs> I feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Sometimes, right? Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I should have asked you to, you know, bring some, bring some of your music on, but I, I didn't even think about it till right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Want me to go get my guitar right now? Just. <laughs> you know what? We might, we might end with that. We might end with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> awesome. So I want to take this opportunity because so many people have questions. You have been doing a lot of research into every element of humanity and beyond for a long time you come with a very discerning eye you look for what rings true for you what may not be so true etc and what happened to cause this awakening you had well that um it's hard to pinpoint exactly what in particular caused it i think it's just a, it was just a matter of you know, so I grew up very Christian my whole life. The rest of my family still is. Um, and I, you know, I got very involved with like the youth group and like all that. And uh, I was like that kid, you know, I was like the super Christian kid, except I wasn't like, I wasn't super outspoken about it. Like you could have met me and not known that, you know, but, but I was, you know, I had very strong beliefs and I just, I hit a point in my mid twenties where it just kind of like I started getting tired of just believing all these things that I didn't, I finally realized like, wait a second, how do I even know all this stuff's true? Um, are these really my own beliefs or were they just all handed to me? And uh, I realized I'd never really dug into my own religion and the Bible and all that stuff. Truly, you know, I, I kind of like told myself, I, but I really, I really hadn't, you know, truly. So um, I would say it was just those, those ideas just started coming to me. And, and then the other big one was the whole concept of hell, which really didn't resonate with me my whole life until that point. But I, it was one of those things I was just like, well, that's the truth. So I just, that's it. You know, I, I'm supposed to believe that. Right. Um, but it finally got to the point where I'm like, wait a second. Is that even true? Is that even like, where does that come from? You know, you know, we're told it's in the Bible. So let me start there. Let me research it there. And then uh, because that's kind of like to me, that one concept, if you can debunk that on your own, it, 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 it unravels the whole dogma narrative of Christianity or any religion where you can debunk the fear aspect of it of uh where that comes from and, and what what i found when i researched that is that for one it's not even in the bible so you know if you read the bible you open it up you're reading the english translation which is not the original uh tra translation of course it was originally written in hebrew greek and aramaic and then 
you know, then it went through multiple translations and edits and, and they decided, you know, they all met together and decided what books we're going to include and what we aren't. And, uh, so when, when I actually started doing research on the Bible for the first time in my life, not just the English translation, but the original text and what those original words, wow. uh, I realized everything that gets translated as the word hell does not mean our modern day concept of hell or what we're taught it there's there's like four different words that all get translated as hell one of them means the grave one of them means death one of them means is gehenna which was a physical actual physical location like a kind of like a garbage dump location um and so it looks like it's in there but it's not it's it's all it's a mistranslation and then there's a interpretation of that translation that we're sold that we're taught you know uh and then we're told oh that's why jesus died to save you from this horrible place that you're condemned to just for being born which makes no that's sense in of itself fascinating um so i, I so that. i was like wait a second so this this thing i've been taught my whole life so for one, I'm taught, you know, you, as a Christian, you're taught the Bible is like the God's word. It's the book of truth. And that's the only book of truth, basically. And just you're basically told to just accept it. If you're, you know, you have to have faith and just accept it uh, to be a Christian. And, and uh, you know, they kind of they're like, oh, yeah, questioning's great and doubting's great. But they, but it's really not because when you truly start don't question too deeply, level, they don't like that. <laughs> they don't like that. They they try to say, you know, but the but, you know, you're talking about in hell for questioning too deeply. Oh, <laughs> right, right, right. Or or it's like, oh, no, you're you, they'll, they'll basically tell you your interpretations are wrong. Here's the correct interpretation or here's the correct narrative. Um, but when you do your own research, I and I firmly believe that if every human being did their own research on the Bible without bi preconceived biases, without filters, just reading the original text, reading what it actually said. And within the context also of the culture at the time, because that's important as well. Um, and, and then a big, big one is reading the books that did not get included in the official Bible, like the book of Enoch, Thomas, you know, the, uh, the Nagamati texts, all the other stuff. Um, you really see why those didn't get included because they contain a lot of very empowering information to the individual, which is, which is kind of like, you know, the opposite of what a control system wants <laughs> right? or you know, individuals to be empowered. They want to have of, all the power, not you. So you can't have that. Yeah. Question though. One of them that I believe was taken out was the concept of reincarnation. Reincarnation. What yeah. do you, what can you tell us about that? Yeah. Yeah. It was taken out because they, again, they have to keep, they have to. So, so the, the Roman Catholic church, you know, Rome, the empire of Rome is where our modern day Christianity, it, it comes from. They, they took, you know, there was all the paganism going on and then there was the Christian movement that happened from Jesus or Yeshua was his real name and the early Christians and the Essenes and all that. Um, basically that was getting out of control. So they had to, they're like, all right, we have to figure out how we're going to deal with this. And the only way they could do that was to combine it with the paganism and, and the stuff already at the time, which is why we have uh, Christmas on winter solstice and Easter on uh, spring equinox. You know, these are, these were pagan holidays and, right. and all these, other, and all these other things as well. Um, but really it goes back to ancient Egypt and before that, but um but yeah, so they they basically were like, all right, we have to, we're gonna, and now we're gonna take all these these writings and uh, figure out which ones we're gonna create the official Bible, and then leave whatever we don't want. Well, of course, reincarnation. You know, they have to create a fear based belief system and control system. So if people know that this one life is not all there is that they've had many lives in the past and they're going to keep having many lives in the future, then death is nothing to fear. And you're going to just keep, and then you're not just living for this one life you're living your, for you realize you're, you have, you're an eternal being and you're going to keep living lives. Well, then you're, 
it, it just gives you a much bigger perspective and it kind of like it's hard to live in fear when you realize death is not the end and there's nothing to be afraid of right so they can't have that they can't they can't have people understanding that so gotta get rid of that and <laughs> on top Check. of that you gotta you gotta make them fear death think this one life is all there is and if you don't get it right in this one life you could end up in this horrible place for all eternity and what does that right. do oh my gosh everyone's in fear everyone's terrified of death and terrified to go against or to not believe the things that are going to save them in this one lifetime so here here's you know believe this and you'll be saved and then pay the church lots of money and <laughs> all this kind of stuff you know if confess all your sins to this guy in a booth and constantly like right right then they have then it's like the early version of like the nsa you know yeah and everyone's telling them all their secrets and all everything about them and they're just writing it all down you know <laughs> uh, you're reminding me of a when i was a child our parents weren't particularly my parents weren't particularly religious and mm -hmm. we had this babysitter come over who was like super religious and the bedtime story is about like you know, being a good person, you're going to burn in hell for the eternity. I was terrified. Yeah. What is that like doing? Six years old. <laughs> right. That's a, and me too. I was taught that as a kid. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember being so terrified of, of somehow accidentally ending up in hell. So I was like constantly quite like, wait, wait did I, am I really saved? Like, you know? Yeah. Uh, and you know, it was like this underlying fear that's like always there, uh, you know? Well, and it eats at you and it becomes an energy drain, right? At the soul. Yeah. It's just like this leak Absolutely. that never ends. And it's um, unfortunate. And hopefully as people are listening to this, you know, I think fear is a really great conversation to have because, you know, fear in small doses can keep us safe, but these monumental fears, they're enslavement. It enslaves humanity. And, and the ironic, the ironic thing is, is because this is the next thing I kind of realized was I'm like, well, then, so then the next logical thing, I was like, well, what did Jesus come for if he didn't come to save us? What we're taught? Oh, he came to save you from your sins and from hell and all this stuff. And then I just, I just read what the Bible and <laughs> the, yeah. the original text. And I'm like, wait a second, Jesus didn't, Jesus never, never. Oops, I think we've cut out a little bit. Let's just wait a second. Thing off was off track. Was you, was you know what, Aaron? You just cut out. You cut out for a moment there. Could you repeat that, please? Oh, I'm sorry. So, so I was like, well, what what did Jesus really come for? And and when I when I just read it with with these new set of eyes, you know, I'm like, okay, so he he was clearly some kind of higher dimensional being that incarnated to help humanity, but not to save them from this place called hell. If they don't believe the right thing in a finite amount of time, like it doesn't make any sense. He came to, you know, humanity was going down a very dark path because of the manipulation and the, and the suppression and the dark, the dark controllers basically helping to steer humanity down what their negative timeline, you know, which they're still trying to do. But at that time it was kind of like, okay, we need a lot of help, you know? So, so he was a higher dimensional being that chose to incarnate, to help out humanity, to, to show us, Hey, here, show us the light, you know, show us love and how to really live and, and to, um, you know, get us back on track basically. And he taught though, that we are the same as him. He said, do, don't you know, you are gods. Don't you know, you can do these things that I do in greater. He was trying to say, hey, you're the same as me. You're no different. I'm just, I just happen to be awake, you know, right. to a certain <laughs> level. And you guys are very asleep. So I'm trying, he's trying to wake us up. He was trying to wake up humanity and he did a lot of it, you know. But then of course what happens is they, they, they killed him because he was a threat to the control system. They didn't kill him for any other reason than that. They're like, he's a big threat. He's waking people up. He's, he's spreading love and light and truth. Uh, we got to take this guy out, you know, <laughs> Who so, so then they, then they kill him. Then they distort his message and create a, we're yeah. not into the control system and create a religion out of it, which to me, a religion is, is a control system. I'm sorry. There's a lot of truth in all of them, but there's a lot of lies that were on purpose put in there and they kind of mold it into a control system to keep people 
keep people small, keep people giving their power away to external saviors and authorities outside of them, keep people in fear. Um, Jesus taught the exact opposite of all those things. So if you actually, you know, you know, a lot of Christians say, oh, I'm a Christ follower. Like, I, I, I'm not religious. I just follow Christ. I just have a relationship with Christ. Well, if you actually followed Christ and you actually had a relationship with him, which you can, by the way, right now, um, you can connect with with Yeshua right now. Uh, you you should know that um, you know he is trying to wake you up to your own power, and not give your power away to him or some external God. God is within you. We are all a part of the same uh, infinite energy, which you could call God, but um, it's not a being up in the sky somewhere. You know, right? And you know, it's- trying to wake us up to that. You bring up a good point about following him. What about yeah, I, I woke following up, him? I realized all that being with him, right? Being right. a part of him, right? Instead of following him, and that's you know we're taught to follow him. Um, great point. Who do you think are the controllers on this planet? This is a loaded question. This could go on for hours. I know that's- that. That's a very loaded question. <laughs> yeah. But if you could like name one or two controllers or ideologies of control. Right, right. Well, that so that question, it's not like it's just one group. I know. You know it's a it's a whole it's a whole system. It's a whole pyramidal hierarchical structure and it's a system. So there are many players within that system. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's the Rothschilds that we hear about. And yeah, they're pretty high up, but they're not the top of the pyramid, you know. And when you when you get high enough, you, you go beyond humans, right? And then you start getting into non-human entities or beings, what you know you could call extraterrestrials or aliens. All different terms mean the same thing, or demons and angels. To me, those right. are just different terms. They're just extraterrestrials. The yeah, right. And and many are higher dimensional. Um, so, you know, even the negative ones are in supposedly like 40, you know, lower 40 or whatever. So Mm -hmm. they're still higher dimensional than 3d. And that's how they have this kind of power dynamic over humanity. That's, that's completely locked into 3d and doesn't, doesn't understand there's more than, than just the five senses, but yeah, it, it goes, it goes into ETs. And then I would even say it goes into just entities that are not physical at all that are, you know, dark basically. And that are you know that have basically disconnected themselves from source is a way to put it that um so they no longer are being fed through through source energy they have to parasite off of off of the one other beings that are connected to the source so so (laughs) hence hence what we see all the time and what you deal with all the time is these kind of parasitic uh removing the parasites from humanity do you think and this is like the question i'm always asking myself i feel like i'm like you know kind of like emptying out the atlantic ocean with like a a bucket um Mm. do you think that we'll be able to get there to that point where these nefarious entities who left the light of god's source who need our energy and attached to us, do you think we can get to the point where humanity in general can be released of that? Or do you think there's just going to be like a separation of humanity, so to speak? I, I, I do because I, I truly believe, you know, we hear about the Ascension and and Mm -hmm. new earth and all that. And it's easy to just write that off as new age nonsense or whatever, but I don't, I don't agree with, there is a lot of new age nonsense. Don't get me wrong. There is a lot. <laughs> but don't get me wrong. My ways. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but don't throw the baby out of the bathwater because no. there's a lot of truth. And that's yeah. where that comes from. And there, there is an ascension happening there. The frequency of the planet is raising. And, uh, you know, we're, you know, this is even, uh, you know, mainstream, science and space data even shows that we are moving in our solar systems moving into a highly energetic part of space that is that is uh all this you know energy is coming in and you know you got the schumann resonance and all these other things that are pointing to that as well um and yeah so basically the planet gaia whatever you know if Gaia is the name of the planet that's what people say whatever the planet is a being and the planet is ascending the planet is moving up in frequency and we're just residing on the planet um so the planet's going with or without us 
So basically, we're going to either humanity is going to have to keep, you know, the ones that are on that path are going to keep raising their frequency along with the planet. And uh, the ones that aren't are going to have to go somewhere else. It's really as simple as that. And whether that happens within our lifetime to some degree where we see some kind of, you know, some big changes on that level or not, it's it's happening. And I truly believe that. So I think at some point, these dark entities and these dark beings and these very low frequency beings are not going to be able to stay on the planet just because they're not frequency specific. They're just physically not going to be able to be here. I think it's already really... to some degree happening where they're having a hard time, I think, already. And it's they're kind of desperate right now. I think they're kind of like lashing out a lot and trying and to- And seeing them join forces yeah. out of desperation, which I hadn't really seen or noticed like I am now, that these different yeah. entities are coming together be like, oh, crap. Mm. Um, so we know they're desperate. and. They're going to be ramping up things and they're going to be trying to make us as uncomfortable as possible, creating divisions as much as possible. Right. And with these divisions, do you think that's where it's, it's like the, the shakeout happens is with these divisions within people, within humanity, because we're everywhere we go, we see divisions. Yeah. Um, and I think I think um, I think there's two aspects of that. I think the negative aspect of division is when you know, and instead of realizing we're all one and and realizing like we need to come together and love, people are forming these little groups and like, oh, my group's right, yours is wrong, and I'm right, you're wrong, and fighting over these things that ultimately are stupid and don't matter. You know, it's like when we realize like we all want the same thing, we're all the same, we're all the same ultimately and we're all we're all one ultimately. Um but then there's the there's the you know, there's the natural I think division of frequency happening where people that are stuck at a lower frequency stuck in a lot of fear, a lot of unhealed trauma, um and all that kind of thing are naturally kind of being divided from the high people that are more healed are on a or um, higher frequency just because of the path where they're at in the path. Again, it's not about good. It's not about less thinking of it in, in good or bad and more of like, this is where these people are at on their path. This is where these people are at. And, you know, it's really simple as that, but, but it's really science too, because two, two very different frequencies can't coexist at the same, in the same place. So there's this kind of natural division happening where, um, and there's a lot of like, healthy boundaries getting put up with that where people that used to let all these people in their life drag them down to their level and 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 uh they're trying to like appease all these they're they're growing spiritually and raising their vibration there and they're realizing i have to remove myself from these kind of toxic people or these low vibration people as well so there's that happening yeah a lot there's, there's good and bad happening with division both um but the good aspect of it i think is is a great thing and i think that's mm-hmm. that's another testament to what the uh the um the raising of the frequencies that's that's happening right now you you brought up an excellent point and i kind of want to give it a little bit of an example is that of the relationship between the empath and the narcissist right yeah yeah all of these there's so many more empaths out there it seems like so many more people are more sensitive to these energies and they're learning how not to put up with the narcissist in their life or the narcissists mm-hmm. in their lives. And, you know, and if that's anyone out there who's listening, what Aaron said about creating these healthy boundaries, not only are you helping yourself on your spiritual path, but you're helping the narcissist on their spiritual path by not allowing them to inflict negative um, consequences upon you. Yeah. I think it's a great, great example, by the way, that you just gave about the positives of this, of of these frequencies, because it's, I I think for many people out there, we're being bombarded with these constantly chaotic frequencies, right? Up, down, inside out, right side, left, and it's, it's exhausting at times. Do you, do you find yourself in that position sometimes too? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And what do you do to reset yourself? Uh, 
Well, I try to get a lot of sleep for one. Yeah. <laughs> and rest, rest when I need rest and, and get, you know, go, 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 you know, uh, away from crowds and get on my own when I need to recharge and get out in nature. It's huge. Yeah. Getting out in nature and grounding and all that is very recharging and very healing. And uh, does your music do that for you too? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Music also, you know, I just list, listening to music is very recharging and, and, uh, yeah. It is. And Absolutely. it's, um, music and all of these creative arts comes straight from God's source energy. Yeah. And yeah. I think that when we're able to create through, if we're a musician or a dancer or whatever it is, we connect ourselves straight to God, which raises our frequency doing those little things that help us. That's a big deal. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I, and, mm -hmm. and, you know, I feel like the reason I was led to, I mean, I, before I even played an instrument, I, as a kid, I always loved music and loved listening to music, but then I started playing guitar and started playing instruments. And, um, you know, I, I just had this like creativity flowing through me naturally kind of with it. And was it easy for you to learn? Yeah. Well, for me, well, I, yeah, because I went, so I started playing guitar when I was 11 years old and I was obsessed with it. I was like, I really, really wanted to play it. You know, I, I just loved it for whatever reason. So I was really self-motivated and I taught myself and I just kind of would play for hours on end in my parents' basement, you know, and, uh, then I started playing in bands later and stuff like that. But, um, Do you yeah, but it's you almost were... like there was something in me that like knew, like knew. You think it was a past life? Said, without the head knowledge of it. It's just yeah. like. I probably, I don't, I don't know, but I'm, I'm sure there, I'm sure I had past lives. Cause I, I'm kind of wondering if there, there was a like past life where you were involved in music of some sort. I'm wondering because when we have these natural innate abilities, right. Yeah. And anybody out there who's listening, if you have right. a natural I'm innate sure. ability, explore no, it. Really Your soul deserves it. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. I'm gonna ask, um, yeah. And especially if, you know, you know, they say like, follow your bliss or follow your excitement. Um, oh, sorry. Having a little delay is going on here. Um, There's been a few yeah, little you, glitches, which means it's going to be a good about, show. You know, playing an <laughs> instrument. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say just follow your excitement with that. If, if playing an inch, a, a certain instrument really excites you, like it did with me, I would say explore that and, uh, you know, follow that definitely. Cause there's probably, there's a reason why, you know, there's a reason for that. So. It comes down to trusting your intuition and what works for you. Um, I'm going to kind of switch subjects a little bit here. Um, you talk about the planet's true history. What are your thoughts on the planet's true history and what does that mean? I mean, that's a big. It's a topic. huge open-ended question. I know. I know. Right. Uh, I think it means what we've been told about our history and the history of the planet is not the truth from, from my research. Uh, we, you know, 99% of what we're taught about our history is is a complete lie and there's a lot of lies that we're told and there's a lot of lies by omission that we're just we're just not told at all a whole lot of history that goes back way farther than we're told human being history even goes you know i think there were many advanced civilizations like we hear about atlantis and lemuria and all these things um I do believe those were real civilizations that were very way more advanced than we currently are right now. And that's why we see so many, so many of these megalithic structures and so many of these things on that are on the planet that make no sense with the, with the mainstream narrative that we are the pinnacle of um, technological advancement of civilization. Like that makes no sense. Because so you, you just see all these structures and all these things that point to a much more advanced civilization that existed before us that somehow we lost a lot of that. And I think a lot of that, I wouldn't even say it's lost. I think a lot of it's just being hidden and kept from humanity to keep the control going and keep the lies going because there, we are living in a 
very tightly controlled system of of some beings that do not want us to know the truth of who we are, the truth of our history, the truth of reality, the truth of other beings other than humans that are all throughout the universe. A lot of things because they need to keep us in this like false matrix Truman show false reality that uh, keeps us as enslaved and keeps us powering the slave system, keeps us feeding them and keeps us disempowered. So I think that's all changing now. And we're all starting, people are starting to wake up on so many levels. And, and that's just one thing of like, wait a second, the history we're told does not add up. This does not make any sense. There is so, too many things that point. You're, you're telling me, more going on. yeah, <laughs> you're telling me that the pyramids were that they didn't sorry, put the stones sorry, in the pyramids with logs. <laughs> They didn't roll the stones on logs to get the right, right. What? copper tools and what? Yeah. Oh, uh, no, it's crazy. Right. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Right. Blasphemy. From hundreds of miles away that they somehow were like, like precision cut and like placed all these things. Like, yeah. What were they? What were they someone said uh, for the, for the pyramids to have been built with, you know, if it were to align with the mainstream narrative, it was like something like every five minutes, one block would have to be mined, cut, and put into place every five minutes. So pretty sure that's impossible. So there you go, you know, and there's so many other things than that, but. Yeah, I, I do have some theories on that, but, um, and it's amazing how much time and humanity is dedicated to these stories that are just not logical yeah. when we when we break down the logic trail, right? Right, right. And that's a part of, you know, people ask, what, what does awakening mean? And this is an aspect of awakening when you can unfold those pre-programmed belief systems that we grew up with. And when I say grow up with that, our soul has grown up with lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. When we can start unfolding these, I think that's when we get our true power back. So no, I don't think they were built by log, uh, rolled down on logs. <laughs> right, right. And the, and the you know the alignment with the stars, the the uh, what is it? The um, yeah, there's so many things that the precision of them, the 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 alignments right on the ley lines and the energy grid of the planet, mm -hmm. you know, and and. It's like all the megalithic structures, they're all on the energy grid. They're all in the ley lines. So clearly, and there and there's pyramids on every continent of the planet, yeah. every single continent. So clearly there were, it looks like there were, but there's different styles and there's different, you know, styles of things. So there were multiple civilizations that all existed a long time ago that all had this greater knowledge of the cosmos, of energy, of you know, they clearly had flying craft of some kind. There's, you know, the Nazca lines and all right. these things that you can only see from way high above. So clearly, why would they do that unless they were high above where you could see these things? <laughs> um, you know, there's so many things that point to, you know, and then look at all the ancient texts. They all describe craft. They all describe what we would call UFOs or spaceships. They all yeah. describe ETs. They all describe all these things. And Mayan um, hieroglyphs have spacemen and the hieroglyphs right yeah right. i was just yeah i was just in egypt a few months ago on carrie cassidy's uh mm -hmm. egypt trip and we're, How was we're that? All looking, it was amazing it was so amazing yeah and yeah just being there in person and seeing it, it's a whole different experience it's it's just incredible and yeah, you can feel the energy so strong in a lot of these places and a lot of, these, a lot of the temples and you know we went in the great pyramid um in the queen's chamber the king's chamber Got to go to the Sphinx at sunrise before the crowds and be right up on it and touch it and everything. Wow. And you're seeing water erosion all around the Sphinx, water erosion. So clearly at some point it was underwater, which also doesn't align with the mainstream. Oh, it was built 3,500 years ago. You, no, that doesn't make any sense. And there's a, there's restoration on it that dates to about that time that they say it was built. So, okay. So they were restoring it at the same time that they were originally, but that doesn't make any sense. So uh, clearly, yeah, the Sphinx, you know, if you, if you listen to people like Graham Hancock and um, Robert Bavall and a lot of these other people, like they're like, the Sphinx has to be at least like 38,000 years old 
could even be like 52,000 years old, could even be older than that, but it has <laughs> to be like at least 38,000 years old. So there you're in the times of Atlantis right there, you know, and the great <laughs> pyramid has to be at least in my opinion, at least around that old, I would say as well. And, uh, is yeah. there a, and, and you're seeing the hieroglyphs. So back to that, the hieroglyphs, yeah. you're seeing spaceships, you're seeing ETs, you're seeing like all these things that aren't supposed to be real and in the hieroglyphs, you know? Right. So is there a, a, an ancient civilization that you have an affinity towards, or you just feel like, wow, this makes sense, or this feels like home? Is there any particular one? Not, not that I've been able to recognize. I mean, okay. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I know for a fact, like I've had many lifetimes in probably as uh, different ET races and, and different advanced cultures and civilizations of some kind, for sure. Yeah. You bring up I, a I great point. Really like pinpoint, you know, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if I lived in ancient Egyptian or ancient Atlantis or Lemurian times, I would not be surprised at all. I just haven't really, I haven't felt like a need or a call to like super dive in to, to that personally. But I, I just know like, yeah, I've, I've definitely, yeah, I think your work is the exploratory angle of your work is extremely valuable, right? Looking at all the civilizations, looking at all of the entities throughout your history. And especially with journey to truth podcast, what were some of your, what was a wow moment for you? Like an epiphany of sort or something. I'm totally putting you on the spot here. I know that. Is there <laughs> one moment that stands? I was like, Whoa. Oh yeah. Probably multiple. <laughs> <laughs> um man that's that's a good question um and i know there's so much information that comes at you so quickly that it just yeah. kind of melds yeah, together too there's a lot yeah yeah um man that's yeah that's a really good question um i i don't know if i can think of anything in particular at the moment but i know i've been that's definitely fair. There's definitely been guests and, and stuff that we've come across that has been um, maybe some of the time travel kind of stuff, maybe where it's like proof of time travel, essentially. And uh, that is a trippy concept, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the, the fact that ETs basically, if, if advanced ETs that are traveling through space, they also have mastered time travel because traveling through space at least on their level is also traveling through time. Yes. So, so basically what I realized is, okay, so these, these advanced ET races, the ones that are here now, you know, the negative ones and the positive, like they, they can travel through time. So that means they could come here at any point in history that they want to. And at any point in the future, but the future, you know, there's multiple timelines, I would say. So like, I think that's really interesting because I'm like, okay, so we're, we're so conditioned to think linearly, you know, that time is just this fixed linear thing and there's just this one timeline and that's it. And um, that's not really how it works. Time is not linear like that. Um, it is and time not. Is, it's like this, time is like, time and space are all like one thing. So like there's basically, you could say there's infinite parallel realities that are all, you know, slightly different and uh so there seems to be a big temporal war aspect to what's going on as well and um and you know, i know michael Salo like gets into this and other people get into this where there seems to be some kind of temporal war where ets are like the negative ones are trying to establish this negative So we're talking about the temporal wars and we got a little uh, glitchy there. So go ahead, Aaron. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, the matrix must not be working right. <laughs> right, right. They didn't like what, what I was talking about. They had to shut it down. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, so yeah. So there, there seems to be like a temporal war going on. 
so to speak, between and a spiritual war as well. I think there's both. They're both going on. Um, and there seems to be, you know, that you could say the negatives or the controlling ETs are kind of like they're able to go throughout our timeline at different points and kind of manipulate it, right? So they change something in the past, it changes something now. And I think, I think this temporal war is a reason we're seeing the Mandela effect. I think it's a big reason for it, at least. Uh, you know, there's many things that seem to have changed from what I am certain I remember it being that now it's, oh no, it's always been this other way. It's like, what? You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it makes no sense, but it makes perfect sense when you understand the nature of time and, and that it's not, time is not one solid thing, you know, and it can be manipulated. And, uh, yeah, so I think there's a lot of they're they're trying to the negatives are trying to manipulate us onto a negative timeline, and the positives are trying to mitigate that manipulation and trying to keep us going on a positive timeline. In my opinion, to put it in a nutshell, and uh, so yeah, when I found out about that, that was pretty mind blowing. That was pretty like, whoa, that makes so much sense. That's oh yeah, you know, that's it does, and it's conceptually really hard to understand at times too. Right. I mean, so we right. really have to really think through this, really understand conceptually what's going on and what that's about. And it's not always easy to understand these things. Just because we don't understand it doesn't mean it's not right. That's, you know, mm -hmm. I think a big aspect of it. Right, right. Um, another question, and this one I'm coming up with quite a bit in my personal life, but also as I'm looking globally at things, we're seeing so many people out there who are speaking certain truths, et cetera. And then all of a sudden it's like they fall from the grace of the public or they come up with some information that seems to have been corrupted somehow. Mm -hmm. And what, what do you think that's about? And I, I don't want to name names or anything like that. It's not where I'm going at no. with it, but I think no. discernment is key. And it's like, how do we not fall into that trap ourselves? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And, and I'm right there with you. I've been seeing it a ton as well. And it's, it, uh, especially over the last like couple of years or a few years or so. Um, it's like, wow, there's so many people, so many big names, you know, in the community that turn out to be not who everyone thinks they are, or there's, there, there's a lot, you know, not you great. They started that there. way and they just something happened where they weren't true to themselves and became a little bit more corrupted or what do you, I think some of them, that is the case. I think there's multiple things going on here. So, so here's what I think. Yeah. I think some of them, that is absolutely the case where they started out with the purest of intentions and, and they started out, you know, with integrity and they started out great. And then, you know, I'll, what can happen as we know, human ego, you know, gets, starts getting popularity and fame and starts getting a lot of attention. And I think that's a big part of, you know, why a lot of them start letting that get to their head. Then they start getting that their ego inflated and putting themselves on this pedestal. And then, you know, things happen from there. And then I think also a part of it is then there's ones that from the get go, were not who we thought they were and are the, what we hear about controlled opposition and stuff like that, where they're probably, they're probably, um, whether they were, you know, you know, you could say there's different aspects of this. So there, there's people that are on the dark side. Let's just to simplify it that um from the get-go we're working purely on the dark side that we're just purely pretending to be you know on the light side or whatever and and uh infiltrate into the disclosure community or the spiritual community and for multiple reasons you know to be a gatekeeper to to spread disinformation to 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 spread narratives of disempowerment where people are giving their power away to saviors outside of them, whether that's ETs or whether that's themselves, you know, there, there are certain people out there that are basically making themselves into a savior. I'm not going to name names, but <laughs> I, I see them right now. I'm like, wow, this person is literally basically making themselves into a savior of humanity and telling everyone to put all their faith and hope in, in them, you know, essentially. Yeah. Um, and then there's, and then there's ones that are basically, 
spreading these narratives of, oh, these ETs are here to save us all and they've already cleaned up all the dark and they're, um, and don't get me wrong, there are benevolent ETs here and that is, there's truth in that, but they're, they're, it's, 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 you got to look at the intent behind what they're saying and, and look at what the uh, narratives they're pushing as like, is it disempowering or is it empowering? Is it, is it more fear-based or is it more, you know, love-based? Like, is it, what's the energy behind it? And, uh, are they putting themselves on a pedestal? Are they trying to say, you have to believe this, this is the only truth. My truth is the truth. And Anyway, everyone else is not, you know, only, only follow me for the real information, things like that. Big red flags. Yeah. I think some of them were, you know, the whole time were kind of like infiltrators working for the dark, whether they were manipulated into that, whether, you know, you know how the cabal works, like they could have been like, Hey, if you don't work for us and, and, um, do this, we'll blah, 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 kill you. Right. Punish you. Yeah will expose this stuff about, you know, go down the list. They have all their tactics. Um, maybe they were bought off, maybe they're paid, you know, maybe all the above, mm-hmm. but then there's the ones that were just kind of like, they let their ego get, get, you know, corrupt them. And, uh, which is also a shame, you know, and, and then they probably, there's a probably a lot of unhealed trauma and unhealed wounds with people like that as well, that where, even though they, they have a good intention, but they have a lot of, unhealed stuff that or that causes them to act in ways that are not great and not in integrity and then um and, and but but you know there's some there are some big names let's just say that i tyler and i through through us doing the podcast we are naturally more involved in the community kind of behind the scenes with a lot of these people and we were shocked <laughs> to find like how not in integrity some people are that are still around that are still like have a huge platform people are you know still praising them left and right and i'm not saying i'm not telling you who to follow who not to follow or or i'm just saying this is up to each individual person to use your own discernment really do not just believe anything here's here's a way to avoid the trap just don't give your power away don't don't ever give your power away period no matter whether tyler and i are saying something you, any big name in the community, um, or anyone, absolutely take what resonates for you. Take what, you know, you're like, yes, that is a truth. I believe that. Oh, that's interesting. They're saying this, let me consider that. Let me look into that more, do my own research on that and come to my own conclusion, but I'm not going to just outright believe something because someone I follow or like a lot says it, or especially if there's like a, a, big narrative attached to it where it's like, cause I see a lot of people that there's like these groups forming in the community that I see where it's like, okay, this, this person ha- has all these followers and they all, it's like, they're all going around talking about all the stuff this person's saying as if that's the gospel truth. And then you have this person they have all their followers and they're going around, Oh, this person says this and this and this, and that's the gospel truth, everything they say. And then they fight each other. Oh, Blah, blah blah, you know they get the groups fighting each other, and then those people fight each other and slander each other. And it's like to me, I'm like, I'm sorry, this this feels like cults to me. This feels like it groups. It's exhausting. Cult too. leader, and then they fight each other, and all I see is people giving their power away to these particular narratives and these cult leaders, essentially. And then they all fight each other, and I'm like, so not only are people disempowering themselves, they're also fighting each other and getting there you know you just see what the fruits that are coming of this and it's it's just like all right so that's part of like the division the negative part of division that we were talking about earlier um that i see happening and it's like well the simple solution to all that is don't follow anyone yeah don't don't be a follower of anyone take in everything you right you can like a person you can really respect and love a person and and you know watch a lot of their YouTube videos and go to their conferences and go to whatever, buy their books. That's great. I do that a lot with a lot of people. But if one of those people says something that I'm like, uh, that doesn't resonate with me or I don't agree with that. That's fine. I just leave it. That's cool. You know, get all upset about it and then throw out, Oh, I'm not following you anymore. I'm unsubscribed. You know, you see people do this all the time. Oh, I'm just throwing out everything now. And I'm because you said this one thing I don't agree with and I don't like, and, 
or you, oh, you're a controlled opposition because you said this one thing I don't agree with. <laughs> and it's like, guys, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. And it's not, yeah. No, that's such a childish. 100% perfect either, right? Right, right. No one is 100% perfect. No one has all the answers. Exactly. So. You did say something that I think is really poignant. And that is, and I'm going to bring it into anybody out there who's listening. When you're at a crossroads of whatever it is, you had said, ask yourself, what's the energy behind it? Yep. That's huge. If it's a statement, if it's a concept, if it's a situation, if it's an emotion, whatever it is, ask yourself, what's the energy behind it? What's the benefit? What's the con to it? And explore that. And Aaron, you're the perfect example of what it's like to take deep dives into information. Mm -hmm. And it it never ends, right? We are infinitely learning. And anybody, any of the big names out there, whatever that purports that they know everything, I'm going to tell you right now, futures are fluid, everything changes. So what I know now in this point in time can change down the road. Right. We all grow right. and evolve and ebb and flow. And it's two steps forward, one step back sometimes. And we have to know and respect that about ourselves and ask ourselves what rings true for us. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, 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 I, and, you know, I will say this too, just because we have someone on the show, you know, it's because we, <laughs> we've gotten this a lot recently where, we had a certain individual on our show a few times and he was giving a lot of Intel and, and, you know, that's why we were having him on and turned out to be not a person we would like to associate with or to have on our show. And what did we do? We made, we immediately, once we found out that was, you know, these certain things were true, we deleted the videos. We made an apology video. We said, Hey, that doesn't mean everything he said wasn't true, but, but you know, here's what we found out and we don't want to associate with somebody that is, you know, like well, this. So, you know, we don't want to, we'll not associate it. We don't want to promote them on our show, you know? Right. Uh, right. And then we're not telling you who show. to follow, but that's just us. And we right. did that, but then we have all these people saying, trying to say, Oh, we're promoting pedophilia and pedophiles because we had this guy on our show and they're, they like created this narrative about us because, and, and we even like own, we even like it's like we could have done it quietly and not said anything but we were like no we we felt like we needed to do the right thing well, it's to, journey to truth right let everyone know right right and, we, and we're like hey we're not perfect guys you know we, How we should have probably you... done a little bit more due diligence in our background checks you know and but stuff and then we would have how can you possibly know everything about everyone on that personal intimate level right right and the truth will right. always come out Again, it's a karmic thing. We expect our true that karma creates or seeks balance, and the truth will eventually come out. We just don't know when it will come out. And you know, I kind of remember that instance that you're discussing, and you guys handled it very well. And anybody who may not have who the accusations, um, clearly they are injured in some way or are dealing with their own traumas in some way. Cause you can't possibly right. know the innards of every single person you have on your show week after week after week. Right. 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 It's like, they're, it's well, they, it was like, they're trying to create this narrative that we, we knew that the whole time and we still had them on because, because we, you know, you want the ratings or whatever, supporting or that or whatever. Sure. We're like, no, that is not true at all. You know, you can, believe what you want to believe, you know, but that's not true at all. Um, and then those, some of those same people were also spreading blatant lies about our conference. Um, one of the, one person who has his own channel was he's been every once in a while, he'll like start slandering us and bring up that again on his channel over and over. He literally tried to call the venue to tell them we were, we were, our conference was promoting pedophiles. We were going to have pedophiles there. He was trying, he was telling them lies to try to get the conference shut down. He was, he called the venue and was saying these things. Uh, and luckily like they called Tyler, this lady, she's like, Hey, I just want to let you know, this guy is calling us and saying all these things. What's that about? But she, he, Tyler told her what that was about. And she's like, 
she was like, okay, I thought he sounded pretty like not, you know, not there, not all there <laughs> or like, you know, not a person I want, I would take seriously kind of thing, but I wanted to still let you know, this is happening. And we're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. I had no so, idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no I know idea. that, and that doesn't just happen with us. I know that happens with all kinds of people in the community where like people, like you said, they're, they're unhealed. They have their own crap and they're projecting that and they, they, you know, it's almost like they have this jealousy or they, they're like, you're a threat to them. So they have to attack, attack you instead of like them, you know, instead of like, just, Hey, promote the things you love each cruise stay, you know, it's like they make their, almost their whole or most of their platform about attacking other people and bringing other people down and spreading all this. And then most of what they're saying is not even true anyway. And it's like, I've seen a lot. Yeah. I've been seeing a lot of that over the last I've been noticing well. it a lot too. Um, it's unfortunate. I yeah. think people are tired of the noise. Yeah. I do know that when people look at you and Tyler, they're seeing real people with you guys. Absolutely. I, I it's not going to slow you guys down at all. I know that for a fact, no, um, no. but it's no. unfortunate and it's, um, the cleanup behind that sometimes is um, frustrating because there's other things you could be doing with your time. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but well, that's so why, I, you know, normally we don't like, if we get a comment like that, or we've gotten emails, we've gotten comments, we've gotten Facebook messages that are, we just ignore them usually or delete and block or whatever. Yeah. But every once in a while we're forced to respond because it just gets that, bad um but yeah absolutely it's like sometimes you know. i get a little sassy and sarcastic <laughs> yeah oh yeah some every once in a while too i'll I'll be like all right i have to respond to this <laughs> like, oh this is gonna be too much fun to respond to this one <laughs> right 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 oh yeah um but uh anyways but but you know the but the majority of the comments and and the feedback we get is is amazing and it's and it's beautiful and you guys do really good work we're so grateful for everyone that supports us and that, you know, thank you. Thank you. We, I mean, we couldn't do it without the support of you and everyone else. Everybody um, out there. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, you guys have podcasts, webinars. Tell me a little bit about the webinars that you guys do. Yeah. Yeah. So we just recently started doing webinars on our Patreon. Uh, we try to do them once a month, um, but sometimes it's, we can't do it because of, we get busy with other things, but yeah, we just try to pick a different topic to do a webinar on, try to do about once a month. And we've done, so the first one was the free one that we did um, that was on UFOs and kind of, we try to go through the whole history of. Can people of still get access to the free one if they want to check it out? Yeah. Well, the free one's on our YouTube channel publicly. Okay, so you perfect. can just go to go, Go back to about um, sometime in March is when we released that one. And that's on I'll, our... I'll put the link on this. I'll pick, take a note here. Okay. I think we called it UFOs for Dummies. I love it. <laughs> we kind of go back to the basics and like, you know, things we kind of just like, we're like, okay, we, every, you know, we kind of just assume everyone knows, but not everyone knows about these things and it helps to connect dots, you know, and... Everybody has a first uh, day, right? Right, right, right. So we we went and we made it into the whole timeline of like we tried to go back to like the 1800s all the way through modern day times of like you know UFOs, UFOs contactees, um, whistleblowers and stuff like that. And there was a lot we didn't even, we could have included a lot more, but it, it was already so huge we had to you know I, had to I stop at some point. Yeah. And you can fill in your own blanks beyond that. But um, yeah, that was the first one we did, and then we did one on. Um, and then Tyler did one on his own because I was in Egypt on uh, the voice, voice of God or voice to skull technology. Mm -hmm. And that's on our Patreon. And then we did, we just did one on clones, deep fake and holograms and just all the fake kind of stuff we see going on. And uh, we'll, um, we'll put some links out to the Patreon as well for that. So thank you. Yeah. Um, before we end, do you want to play some music? Are you up for that? <laughs> sure. You mean, you mean like like play play like on my guitar? Yeah, is that possible? Uh, How many people have heard you play? Uh, a few, a few, a few. 
Yeah. If you're not up for it, we'll just cut this out. No big deal. About well, I can send you. I have some solo music recorded okay. that I could send you if you want to like splice it on to the end here. We'll do if that. You do that. All okay, right, I we'll think do that, that would be better. I don't know if the mic, you know, it'd just be kind of hard to make. All that right, up. very good. I'm. I see. I've been really good at putting you on the spot today. You have. Been, <laughs> you have been good at that. Awesome. I really appreciate you taking out the time for this today, Aaron. It has been so much fun. Journey to Truth podcast. They've got conferences, webinars, Patreon, all kinds of stuff. Um, T-shirts on Spring Tree. I think if you go to YouTube, is that right? And other, yeah, yeah, and other elements. So definitely check them out. Support these guys. They do a great job exposing the truth, finding resources for everybody it may not ring true for you. It may ring true for you. That's yours to decide. And that's the basis of their platform. So thank yes. you for listening. And thank you so much, Aaron. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.